0: Welcome to the Hot Mama Movement, a podcast for moms who want to get their shit together with health, relationships, finances, work, and anything else life throws at them. For moms who like to have fun, want to know they're not alone, want to be better, want to do better, and want to grow as a person, not just as a mom. I'm your host, Tatiana Amico, mom of two, a certified health coach and successful entrepreneur. I've worked with hundreds of moms and helped them realize the importance of taking care of themselves, realize their worth, and their desires. If you're ready to stop feeling stuck and want to start living a more confident, fulfilling, energy-filled life with your kids, this is for you. Let's do this. Hey, lady, welcome to episode number 19 of the Hot Mama Movement. And today I am interviewing Ann Menke, aka Raw Mama, who is a health coach and recipe creator specializing in plant based, gluten free, and naturally sweetened food. In 2014, she went through an amazing transformation from pink haired party girl to a holistic mama. During that transformation, she healed herself from low thyroid, acne, depression, and severe indigestion by changing to a holistic lifestyle and a plant based diet. With her coaching program and books, she hopes to make a difference in the world one bite at a time. Hey, so I'm here with Ann Menke, a.k.a. The Raw Mama, and I'm so glad to have her here. She is going to share her incredible story with you, which is sure to inspire the heck out of you. So again, super excited to have her. I met her, she didn't even she doesn't even know how this all happened. <laughs> but we were in uh I think it's some some vegan mom group and I saw you post something and I was like, "Oh, she seems cool." So, I sent you a friend request, you accepted, and then I just kind of started seeing your posts and it was super inspiring to me. I'm so into inspirational women, like women that we said that we were going to talk about resilience and um I was kind of seeing that was something in her and that's awesome to me. So I started following her. And then I started seeing her doing these live videos and just getting massive, massive views on them, which to me is super cool being being an entrepreneur and like super into social media, like seeing that happening was really cool. And I think it's just because people love you and you give so much value. So that's why I I asked her to be on the podcast because, again, I feel she's going to be super inspiring to all of you. So with that, Ann, do you just want to tell the ladies a little bit about yourself and your story? And then we'll just go from there. Yeah. Thank
1: you so much for that intro. For my story, I grew up eating standard American, you know, with the normal lifestyle. My parents... Split at age fifteen, and um, right before that is when I started having issues. Actually, all through like growing up, I remember my stomach always hurting, and I had really bad gas, really bad bloating, and just like uncomfortable. After I had, I would would lay down almost after like every of the the normal meals, which are, in my opinion, a little heavy. At one point, I actually was hospitalized at age seven because I had was in so much stomach pain. My parents took me to the hospital, and I ended up just being gas. And so this is something that, like, affected me until I switched my lifestyle. And so I started American growing up, and then I started, like, partying and getting into drugs and alcohol, and at age 23, I was a pink-haired party girl, and I, so I had bright pink hair. I had, so I would put, like, an hour's worth of makeup on every day. Um, I was just really into my outside appearance, and I smoked smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. I was getting drunk uh, almost every day getting stoned almost every day, and I was sick a lot. I had low, uh, low thyroid. I was on a medicine for that. I was taking an Adderall, which is like an upper every morning. I was taking a sleeping pill every night, and then I was on a, an antibiotic for my acne, and I was on a mood stabilizer. So I was on uh, five medications to function on a daily basis, and towards like the end of my partying career, my body just started to really fall apart. I was getting bladder infections on a weekly basis. I was having severe heartburn, to the point like indigestion, heartburn to the point of like, I was crying at every even like a bite of banana or a drink of water. I kept going to the doctors, and they just kept giving me more pills. And I just got like, more sick, I had more symptoms after more symptoms because of the pills they were giving me. And at one point, I ended up nauseous and dry heaving in front of the toilet. And I passed out, hit my head on the toilet, and woke up on the floor, like not knowing what just happened. And that was kind of a big wake up call for me. And so I started taking my health into my own hands. And actually when this was going on and I was like on WebMD, looking at all my symptoms and trying to figure out, trying to diagnose myself with something because the doctors didn't know how to help me. So many scary things I was trying to diagnose myself with. And so the more research I did, the more things I eliminated from my diet and my lifestyle. And in one month I went off and I don't really recommend this (laughs) except for this is what I, this is just my journey. So I went off every, all the pills I was on, I was off. I went off my thyroid pill, my Adderall, my mood stabilizer, and the acne pill like all in a month. I quit smoking completely and I really cut down on my drinking and I quit wearing beauty products. Like I literally went from like skincare party girl to like holistic, natural, no beauty products in like a month. And so it was a really drastic change for me. And this is kind of my pattern is doing extreme things. And that's like a whole nother topic on its own. This year I'm working on finding balance, which I'm having really great success in. So in a month, I went from pink-haired pretty girl to this holistic woman, and I just had immediate changes, like more energy. My acne eventually disappeared once I... First, I tried to go raw vegan with a lot of nuts and a lot of fruit, and my acne actually got worse, and I, I couldn't lose any weight. And I found out that that combination is like not good as far as like proper food combining and digesting. So I experimented with different lifestyles and, and different ways of eating, and I eventually found my way to the raw raw vegan and and lots of raw foods and it just made sense to me to eat the foods that are, are natural like you don't have to like what if they're kind of already cooked by the sun and they're like perfect they're ready for us and you can get more nutrition from it and it digests easy so I found lots of fruit and lots of veggies to be the most sustainable for me and my body and everything changed like I didn't have the issues that I had before I even had like warts disappear and I had, uh, like, within two weeks, I thought I was infertile, and I got pregnant. The first two weeks, I went raw, or mostly, it was, I know it wasn't just because I went raw, like, I know it's because I changed, like, my body was so sick before. I had convinced myself I was infertile, and so I was really shocked when uh, when I got pregnant with Axel, and uh, yeah, so everything kind of changed for me after I changed my diet and my lifestyle, and my thyroid today, um, they told me I was going to be on this pill for the rest of my life, and I'm no longer on that pill. I'm on zero medications, and last time I got checked, Which was um, in March of this year, all my levels were completely normal, which the people who the doctors were kind of shocked that I wasn't taking my medicine anymore.
0: That's amazing. A lot of your story is very similar to me. And it's so true. Like you always connect with people that have similar stories. And it's just interesting how that happens. And another reason I say share your shit because other people need to hear that they weren't alone, that they're not alone, and that there is a way out, I guess you could say. So it's super cool to hear that once you make a decision, I call them oh shit moments. <laughs> um, once you have your oh shit moment, it's like, you know what, I have to make a change. I have to do this. There is no going back. I Like clearly you didn't want to be on medication every day. You didn't want to be having pains every day. You didn't want all that going on every day. And you just decided to make a change. So you're, I mean, you're raw vegan right now.
1: I guess how long, ago, how long have you been doing that? So I found this lifestyle in 2014 and I've gone through, I've had a, my, my journey of food is different than others because I, I mean, I feel like it's always like always knocking at my door, but bulimia. So I have been suffered with bulimia for 13 years, starting at the age of, I think I was like 13 or 14. And so my, my journey with food is like just about finding balance. So I've gone raw. I was like restricting myself from so many foods for so long like titling myself and doing whatever bad diet. And at the beginning of this year, I took out all those restrictions in order to heal from from the bulimia um, because I had this major fear of gaining weight and not being good enough. And so at the beginning of this year, I actually purposely gained 20 pounds, which sounds so crazy to say. And so how I did that was by, I wasn't planning on sharing this, but I'm just going to go with it. So So how I did that was, by eating my cravings and not and just just eating it, not restricting myself to this amount of calories or whatever. And so I ate my cravings and I gained 20 pounds. And then I was like, and then my acne started coming back, and then indigestion started coming back, and my hands started swelling. I would wake up with like a lot of congestion. So that was in the beginning of this year, and I just became miserable again. I had like no energy, and so because of that experience, I was able to be like, okay, this is this is what it was like. Now I remember, and I don't want to go back there. taking away those restrictions I was able to experience that Um, whereas with bulimia I was binging and purging so I didn't ever feel the effects of having of eating as much food as I was eating so I kind of just let myself go at it and um, today I over the the last eight months or so I've really found balance and I found myself being drawn after feeling so crappy eating this food being drawn back to raw and vegan and so that's where I'm at now I don't eat 100% raw And I, to be honest, sometimes I will do eggs if it's cooked into something. But for the most part, I focus on eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. That's just what I focus on. I don't like to title myself because I just, from my past, I don't like to title myself. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at now.
0: When you say, when you were craving things, what were the cravings?
1: Like Like everything, everything. like Like pizza, sandwiches. So it included like
0: processed foods.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah basically everything that I did even when I was raw and I was denying myself like sweet potatoes like that's what I would like just eat whatever <laughs> because I'm like I deny myself the sweet potatoes for so long and it's so silly it's silly I feel like it's silly to do that um for for me to have those restrictions on on something like that
0: yeah so I mean there's a couple pieces to this I feel is I'm so not into like restriction either But I'm also into the awareness piece that you also spoke of. So you started realizing like, no, when I eat this stuff, it makes me feel like crap. I don't want to feel that way. And for me in the past, that and now, even now, that is what helps me eat the way that I do, which is, I mean, I pretty much eat whole foods like 98% of the time because I I just I can feel when I do eat more like processed foods. I just I feel like poo. And I don't want to feel that way. So it's it's become awareness versus restriction for me, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. Like <laughs> and it's about for me it's about turning it into instead of like Like, for so long I was like like, oh I can't have that Uh it's I could have that but I'm choosing not to because I've done it so many times I know the consequences and I no longer choose those consequences
0: yes 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 that's huge the difference between I can't and I choose not to which is so empowering we're all empowering empowerment here empowering (laughs) ourselves and that is so freaking empowering Well, thanks for sharing that story because I remember you saying you were going to share that. I was like, "Ooh, I want to know. And now I guess I'm the first to know. So So earlier we were talking about, you know, you brought up resilience and you said that you wanted to talk about that. So would you like to share about that?
1: Yeah, I just get a lot of people um, messaging me. A lot of people saying, you know, they've fallen off a wagon. And the message that I want to share today is, is that it's okay to fall off the wagon. And uh, some, it's sometimes, it's, most of the time, it's necessary to, to get you to learn a lesson. And so that's what I wanna share about resilience is that I can't even tell you how many times I have tried and failed. And what I've learned this year, what I, I've actually known for a while, is that I learned more from my failures than my successes. This year I learned because I realized that one of my fears that was holding me back from my business and from like life in general, personal development, was fear of failure. And then when I like realized I'm together, it's like, why was I afraid of fear of failure when I learned so much more from my, from my failures? So that's where the resilience comes in. It's about failing so many times because you will still succeed. Like there's a good ratio there.
0: <laughs> once you realize that, once you become so okay with failing, you just take off your life literally takes off because you you're not afraid of failure anymore. So you will do like pretty much anything, (laughs) which is, yeah, again, like, okay, so Tony Robbins, I don't know if you follow him, what he yeah. So at one of his events, he said, dance with fear, and just work through that failure, because that is what will help you grow just like you said, and something else that I love to say is that, You're going to have the breakdown before you have the breakthrough. And knowing that, I actually just posted today that today I had one. And (laughs) just owning it, just going through it, and then knowing what's going to happen on the other end is so empowering to me and helpful, actually, because when you're in it, it sucks. Like, it straight up sucks. (laughs) I'm not even going to sit here and say, oh, it's, it's like life is all great all the time. Like, no, it can suck sometimes but going through it and knowing what will happen on the other side of that is helpful as you're going through it. So, um, yeah, for sure that failure part is huge and, and being resilient and, um, that's, that's huge. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you, you know, you wanted to share any other words of wisdom, I guess, that you have to say that <laughs> to the
1: ladies listening. Yes. Um, I, think I thought about sharing, It's about intuition and how intuition is free. And there's like all these fad diets and all these quick fixes that cost money. But what we should really be listening to is our inner guidance because our inner self knows everything. knows all the answers, how to heal your body, what the proper steps are to achieving your dreams. It's just about listening to our intuition. That's something that I've really been like, literally, I'll ask myself a question, like I'll meditate and I'll ask myself a question, and it comes instantly. My answer, and it's so cool to do that and to be able to like listen to myself because I have all the answers. So that's that's another thing I wanted to share.
0: Yeah, can you actually talk a little bit more about that? Because I think that there's so much noise out there. I think that yeah, it's so noisy with all these messages that were given, just what we hear from other people, what we're seeing on social media. There's just so much noise that it's hard. I hate using the word hard. It's challenging for us to, to listen to our guts, to trust ourselves. I mean, I know I deal with this too. So I know you said you meditate on it. Do you have any maybe tips on,
1: on how to for, for the beginners? Yes, I definitely do. Thank you for asking. There is a lot of noise out there. And it's like literally because you're always everywhere you go in the car, there's music in your house. There's other people talking or maybe you have a podcast on all day like like a lot of, or the tv's on and it's like we don't as a this society we don't get a lot of alone time with our thoughts and so that's something that I've done is be, to be consciously aware of it and like literally I don't listen to my radio in the car that's my time to think and do affirmations because a lot of times I need time to process the day think about the day um what's going to happen next uh what's going to happen tomorrow what's going to happen next week like and time to process Like what has happened, like different emotions. And a lot of times before, I would constantly have the, I would, I watched so much TV. I really believe that my life was hugely affected by it. Like so much drama used to be in my life when I watched these drama TV shows. And so by quieting the other, physically quieting the other voices by turning the TV off and turning the radio off and being alone with myself, I'd connect with myself in a different way and it's easier for me to handle life and process emotions because one of the worst things you can do for your health is to stuff negative emotions because they literally stay in your body and cause there's a documentary called emotion it's e-motion it's on fmtv.com and they talk about how like there's there's people that believe that that's the biggest cause of our issues today is negativity negative stuffed emotions in us
0: this is something else that I talk about a lot is that I know my mother's generation, like you didn't talk about the crap. You stuffed it inside. You Mm -hmm. didn't cry. You didn't share how you were feeling. And so of course that I that kind of happened for me. I didn't see others sharing what was wrong or their emotions and stuff. So I didn't. So I'm literally just learning this now.
1: Oh me too. This year I'm learning. I realized that my father, he didn't know how to handle emotions and when I cried, he, he didn't really handle it very well. And so that's when I started stuffing it with food. And I realized this year, I realized that this year, that that was the stem, what started my eating disorder. So I have a two and a half year old and I, his name is Axel. And I've been really working with him on his emotions because I wasn't taught them and I'm just now learning them. So we're kind of learning together. And, um, when I am frustrated with him, I will make a noise and I'll tell him like my feelings. I'm like, oh, I'm frustrated right now. And I'll tell him why I'm frustrated. And uh, I've been doing different, different noises and like different emotions since he was like about one. And the other day, he actually, he did it back to me, like when at a time where he was frustrated, I asked him to put a toy away. And he didn't want to, he wanted to keep playing with it. But he knows the rules that if it doesn't go away, it's gonna, or if he doesn't put it away, then I'm going to put it away. And so he knew it was going to go away regardless. And so he goes, oh, i I'm frustrated. And it took me a few times to like understand what he was saying. And then I was like, whoa, did you just communicate a feeling with me? And it was such a proud mom moment because I just feel like it's so cool to teach him this young to identify with his feelings.
0: I love that. My son Mateo, I was noticing him saying like, I'm sad. Like, he'll say he's sad. I'm like, okay, why is that? And, you know, I'll ask him what's going on or I'm happy and, and he'll tell why he's happy or if he's angry. And it is, you're right. It is super cool to see them have those emotions and express them. But especially with now I'm thinking about that with Aria, like to start doing that with her because I wasn't at this place when Mateo was that young. I, I was not here. But I, yeah, I did want to say, too, about television. I used to watch so much TV. And I now am realizing how badly that affected me. And I mean, the shows, but even the commercials, sometimes I'll watch, I'll watch like legit TV with commercials and I'm, oh my gosh, I can't believe what is being like put in my brain right now. It's, it's actually scares me.
1: Not just your brain. It's like like all the children that are are watching it subconsciously from such a young age too that's who they target. They literally target the children, like for the for most of the ads.
0: Totally. Um, yeah. So that could be an entire different episode. We could go on and on about that. Um, but yeah. Okay. So thank you for sharing. You know what I did want to say too, is that I know there's a lot of moms that listen to this show. So something that'll probably come up is, okay, how do I like get away from people and and my kids in order to have this quiet time or, you know, whatever it might be. I know you said in the car, you do it. I, as you were saying that I was thinking, man, in the shower is where it usually happens for me. So
1: yes, I mean, um, I whatever. do the shower often too. So my situation is a little more like I'm a single mom. So I have like, he goes with his dad um, a few days a week. So I have dedicated time that I get for myself, which a lot of moms, if they're with the dad, they don't get that. Um, so my recommend, what I did when Axel turned one is I joined a gym. It was more, It's more like a club, like it's a tennis club, like a nicer one. And it was like $150 a month and I got unlimited childcare. So I could go to the gym up to two and a half hours a day and get that alone time. And it was so worth it. And that's actually where I wrote my book a few years ago. And so that's that's one place that I recommend because gyms, like even like Gold's Gym, like they have like a childcare so you could go get a workout in and get like some me time. That's the biggest thing that I recommend. And then just anywhere you can, like like nighttime. Nighttime is a good time too. Like when after Axel goes to bed, I always take some me time to even just like brush my teeth. Like my me time is like taking literally taking care of myself. Um, sometimes. Yeah. I know for us
0: locally the YMCA has a kind of program where they'll watch your kids for certain times while you yeah. do your thing.
1: So oh, even like, like the, the grocery, grocery store. The Hagen, um, they have like a childcare that's up to 90 minutes. And so I'll take him there and I'll like have some me time and then I'll do some grocery shopping and then we'll go.
0: Yeah, that's true. And and our, it's free. Yeah. Our sort of wagon are a certain Yeah. So you brought up your book. And let's talk about the fact that you also started telling me how you had like $500 to your name or something. And what
1: is <laughs> the story behind that? Yeah. So when Axel was two months old, I split with his dad. And at that point, I had drained my savings and I had about $500 left. I moved in with my grandmas, who have been have always been my angels. I lived with them when I was 15, and then again when I was 19, and then again at 24. And um, it was a very humbling experience. And I grew up having a job since I was 16 as a waitress, and so I always had money for everything. And uh, I paid my bills since I was 16, so it had never been an issue. And then I found myself you know, um, with a tiny baby. I didn't want to go to work. I wanted to raise my child. So... I created Raw Mama when Axel was three months in my belly. (laughs) And I have a a background in social media. I co-owned a a social media advertising business with a a friend. And I was through Twitter, so I had a lot of experience with making money online. And so I realized that that whole aspect was meant to take me farther with Raw Mama and be able to to advertise online and build up Raw Mama. So basically what I did during my transformation was sharing uh recipes and my story and everyone's like you should write a book you should write a book and so i was like okay like i always wanted to write a book i just had no idea that it would be about food because i didn't know how to cook anything like well i could do like toast and like scrambled eggs and grilled cheese uh, but i didn't know how to cook anything else really i was like the one who like burned everything like i even burned pizza so i had no idea it would be about food and so i started writing the book when axel was one and when i became a single mom i shut off my phone. I. So I didn't have a phone bill. I literally, I got down to the bare minimum that I could and I didn't buy anything for myself. It was a huge shift for me and a very humbling experience that I believed I needed before I was able to take on the responsibility of having money again. So I wrote my book. I spent eight months going back and forth to the, the gym that I was telling you about. They had a, a for kids club. And so he was able to go two and a half more hours in the morning and then we would go home for nap time and then two and a half hours at night. And this was my life for like almost eight months. I spent the entire summer that way. The first summer that Axel was like starting to walk and part of me kind of regrets that, but I was like, I need the money. Like it was very money driven. The book was towards the end of it. And it was really stressful. But at the end, I I had a a written book and I was like, okay, so now now what? (laughs) I had spent so much time in isolation and I didn't know really, I, I had a hard time shifting gears from writing the book to like selling the book. And uh, I kind of stopped taking care of myself in the process of writing this book because I was so focused on the book and getting it done. So my self-care went totally away. And it's so silly because like I'm writing this health book, telling people how to be healthy and telling them they need to take care of themselves. Meanwhile, I'm not doing it. And I'm like really having like reaping the the consequences of it. And so in uh, the first of the year, I went offline for three months. And I just kind of centered myself and and started taking care of myself. And then since then, I've gone back online, obviously, and everything has kind of fallen into place. And I sold more books this year than I did last, the year I wrote it. And everything is just my business is kind of taking off um, once I once I got right with myself. So yeah, does that, I just, I don't remember the question anymore. Yeah,
0: no. Um, I one I just want to say it's so awesome that you made a decision and you went with it and you did it and you figured out a way to do it. And that is so cool. And I, I do. I remember when you went offline. And okay, I didn't wasn't sure how long we had been friends. Yeah, I remember when you did that, and then you came back again. Like, I mean, I could have been like kind of stalking you, know? <laughs> um, but I didn't know that you had that social media background and everything. So that's that's really cool too. But the importance of sharing your story and sharing the journey and sharing all of that, like that's what drew me drew me into into that so if anybody with a business is listening that is super important <laughs> yeah so super cool so where can everyone find you where can everyone find the book the book is
1: raw like raw what what is it it's called rawspiration and it's um 64 recipes four of them are cooked and the others are raw it's all gluten-free grain i don't use any grains in the book it's soy-free other than, and like, there's no tofu, but sometimes I use tamari, which can be easily substituted for coconut aminos, and then it's like, I don't use any white sugar. It's mostly either dates or maple syrup is what I use for my sweeteners, and the recipes are just super easy and quick and delicious, and everyone who buys the book, they're, like, just so over the moon about it. It's so cool, and it's, it's also more than just recipes. It has everything you need to know to switch to a plant-based diet, from kitchen tools to Raw Mama approved packaged food that has um, everything you need to know to like stock your pantry. For the ebook, there's like links throughout it, so there's like hundreds of links. There's just a ton of information, like my tips for optimal digestion, my tips for life in general, and like just links to outside like other articles throughout the book as well. So that book is available. It's called Raw Spiration, and it's available on my site, MamaInTheRaw.com. And then I have a few other books actually. I just released a holiday edition today. There's 12 recipes. You have like fudge and apple crumble and quinoa stuffing and cheesy mashed cauliflower, all vegan and gluten-free and all that good stuff. Then I have an affirmation journal. I have a Halloween edition recipe book. And I have a three-day meal plan. Amazing. This is so yeah. cool. Nice.
0: So it's all on that site?
1: Yep. And then I'm working on getting a hard copy. I'm hoping to have a hard copy of my book, Raspiration. And by the second, ready to ship out by the second week of December, just in time for Christmas gifts, because I've been having a lot of people asking me about, they want the hard copy. So that's, that's my next project right now. Cool.
0: And I want to add, you do not have to be vegan. You don't have to be plant-based. You don't have to be raw in order to get this and enjoy all of this. I highly suggest checking it out. And it's just cool to add new foods into your diet and learn clearly. No, Anne says she has added a ton of really good information. So definitely check it out and start start adding some cool new foods into your diet. Because if you don't, you're not really growing, right? Yeah, I mean, your growth happens, happens outside your comfort, comfort zone for sure. And <laughs> I'm just gonna say like this stuff is amazing. So
1: thank you. And then I just want to say that I do most, but my biggest social media is probably actually my first choice is Snapchat. So on Snapchat, I'm the Raw Mama T-H-E-R-E-W-M-A-M-A. And I do, I do a lot of snapping. I'm like, that's where I'm probably my most authentic and real. Um, and then on Facebook, I do like live streams and that's where I do most of my other sharing. So it's, um, I, just, I just use my personal Facebook because I find that I get more attention over there than my business Facebook. So that's facebook.com slash mama in the rock.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. And I will share all the links that I mentioned in the show notes and in the blog post of this. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And again, super inspirational. So thank you so much for coming on. Cool. Thank, thank you, Tatiana. You. How cool was that? Thank you so much for listening. And I guess I just want to leave with saying that you know, This is proof. These stories that I share with you are proof of what is possible when you make a decision that you want to change, when you make a decision that you want to feel better, that you want a better life, whatever that might be for you. It is possible for you. It is possible for me. It is possible for all of us. So just know that. And I hope that this has inspired you to know that and to make a change, ask for help, whatever it might be that you are needing in the moment that this has helped. So with that, I want to remind you that I am over on Instagram at Tatiana Amico. I do a lot over on Instagram stories. You'll get daily tips, inspiration, and a glimpse into the real life of Tatiana Amico. And also over on Facebook at FB.com slash Tatiana Amico Health Coach. If you haven't gotten your free guide over on my site yet, you can do that at TatianaAmico.com. You guys, I don't just give you like the random stuff that you could just go ahead and Google. (laughs) I give you the stuff that's really gonna help you change your life, right? So that guide will help you do that. Make sure to grab that. Again, that's at TatianaAmico.com. Follow me over on Instagram at Tatiana Amico and at Facebook at fb.com slash Tatiana Amico Health Coach. And I hope you have an amazing day and remember that you are capable and deserving of everything that it is that you desire in life.